welcome to the Enchanted Podcast, the show bringing you all the latest Disney news. I'm your host, Lauren Arnold. And I'm your co-host, Hallie Garrett. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about Adventureland, one of the lands that is featured in both Walt Disney World Resort and the Disneyland Resort in California. So we thought we'd start off by comparing the different rides that each of the lands hold. While they are the same land and have the same themes, they do have some pretty big differences, but some similarities. Yeah, so the Disneyland Resort is definitely smaller than the Walt Disney World Resort. Adventureland is smaller out in Disneyland in California. Everything in Disneyland is smaller. (laughs) Yeah, and definitely Adventureland and Walt Disney World kind of spreads out over into Frontierland, which Disneyland does not do. They actually Mm -hmm. merge into New Orleans Square. Square, So what's the first ride on your list? The Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Let's just get it out of the way. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to start with Walt Disney World, just so we don't confuse anyone, (laughs) like going back and forth. Mm Um, yeah, Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Fun for kids. Yeah. It's kind of like Dumbo. It is Dumbo. It is Dumbo. Same ride, vehicle. The only major difference is that when you get up, you can move your carpet a little bit forwards and a little bit backwards, which is fun to do, but once you've done it, you're kind of over it. Yeah. And there's a little bit of water, too. Oh, Um, yes. The camels will spit water out at you. Yes. If you... Are walking through the gates of Adventureland and you keep going, you'll see the carpets flying, and right in front of them, there's a camel that just spits at you. Even if you're on the ground, not even aware, it could hit you. But on the ride, <laughs> there's another camel off to the side that purposefully spits on the riders. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little fun because uh, you don't really expect it. <laughs> Yeah, it'd probably be fun to go on during the fireworks when no one is over there and you can actually watch the fireworks from I have above. done that. I did that recently and it was a lot of fun because there was no one on it and then they would just have you ride over again and you got a great view of the fireworks. So would suggest doing it at least once. That's fun. What else do you have? All right, next we have the Jungle Cruise, the one that's in Disney World. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone loves the Jungle Cruise. No matter where it is, it's a real treasure. Yes. And we actually just found some fun facts on it about, what was his name? DJ? Uh, Something AWOL. Might take me a minute to find him. But they went through kind of a re-theming of it at one point because it used to be mainly Polynesian based. I think, yeah, so so then they moved on to more 1930s theme. And with that, they have DJ Albert Awall, who plays big band music from the 1930s. And he also has some funny jokes, as expected, from the Jungle Cruise. Kind of I preparing you for your voyage. It doesn't really matter, like, how hot it is outside in Orlando. When you are waiting in line for Jungle Cruise, it's kind of fun because yeah. you get to listen to all the big band music. And it's it feels like you're actually there in the 1930s, which is really fun. Well, Disney Imagineering, they're great. Yeah. <laughs> we love them. <laughs> Another fact from it is that Walt Disney originally wanted to have actual animals from the jungle on the cruise for you to see. But then zoologists, of course, told him, well, they're not going to do what you want. They're either just going to lie around and be lazy or hide from the people, especially with the skippers being a little loud, being a little (laughs) out there sometimes. (laughs) So he, of course, gathered his Imagineers to build some 
mechanical animals and audio animatronics. That's fun. And it works. It works yeah. perfectly with them. Yeah, Jungle Cruise will never get old. Like no yeah. matter how many times you ride it, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Like there's no other word for it. It's just really fun. And then you get the Jingle Cruise. Yeah, we have the Jingle November, Cruise. December. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. They change up their jokes so they're like Christmas themed. They relate a lot of their jokes to like Christmas carols and mm-hmm. like holiday songs and it's really fun also if you guys ever go on jungle cruise at night it's kind of creepy oh for sure because <laughs> it's so dark like there are no lights other than the one lantern that's like in your boat yeah. terrifying like it's pretty creepy you get ready to go in that cave and you're like oh my god we're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> you're like where's the drop i'm ready yeah <laughs> However, can we compare and contrast Jungle Cruise to, Disneyland? to Disneyland's yeah. Jungle Cruise? Go for it. Because there are a few differences. The one I picked up on was that the Jungle Cruise in Disneyland is, it has a section where there's piranhas. And the first time I wrote it, I wasn't expecting it. I was like, it's Jungle Cruise. It can't be any different than Walt Disney World. Yeah, it's already but, perfect. Yeah. And then they <laughs> surprised me with piranhas. In the water, there's, like, a piranha attack that occurs. (laughs) And they're like, quick, piranhas, everyone get to the other side of the boat. (laughs) And they'll play, like, sound effects of, like, monster-eating piranhas. And it's quite terrifying. And I wasn't expecting it. And I look over the side of the boat, and I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Little piranhas. Yeah. And I was like, ah, they're just animatronics. But still, it was surprising. Oh, I'm sure. So they should... Maybe put it in Walt Disney World. Change yeah, it up a little be bit. That would be pretty cool. That'd be fun. Yeah, Lauren's going to be uh, talking mainly about the Disneyland ones because yeah, cause she's it's been so lucky much enough better. to go there. <laughs> I have not gone. Adventureland is so fun in Disneyland. For those of you who haven't been, it's 10 times more fun than it is in Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Just my opinion. They're both fun. I love them both. But it's just a different atmosphere, I feel like. It is a different atmosphere. They have way more Indiana Jones themed, which I know is they like do. my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Favorite Disney ride of all time, Indiana Jones. But before we get to that, let's continue with Walt Disney World's Adventureland attractions. All right. The last one in Walt Disney World when it comes to ride-based attractions is Pirates of the Caribbean. A classic. Yep. Fan favorite. We love it. I believe it wasn't it was not included when disney world first opened because they said well why would we put it there if florida is so close to the caribbean if they want to go see the caribbean they can just go see the caribbean but when it opened all the guests were like what the heck where's pirates of the caribbean we've been hearing all about this amazing attraction we want it so they put it in and we love it that's also why it's a little shorter there's there's a little there's like a few things missing from uh, the one in Disneyland, which I'm sure that you can talk more about. But that's because obviously it was kind of a impromptu, oh shoot, we have to build this with the limited space that we have Yeah, <laughs> to it, make the guests happy. I feel like when you've gone on both Pirates of the Caribbean in both parks, you can definitely tell how different they are. Like, it's still the same ride, but the one in Disneyland actually starts off well pirates in disneyland is considered more to be a new orleans square because of the location 
I feel like it could go either way. It's like kind of in between. It's like in between Adventureland and New Orleans Square. But the theming of Pirates in Disneyland is more like on the bayou. So yeah. So I would I would put it more in New Orleans Square. But I understand how there is that strong connection with Adventureland. Yeah. So when you start off in Disneyland, you get in your boat. And as the ride actually starts, you're you're traveling down the bayou and you actually pass a restaurant that is called the blue bayou amazing restaurant recommend if you're going to disneyland (laughs) literally the best food you can get in the park i'm just gonna say it it's so good it's kind of it has the same feeling as the grand fiesta tour in epcot where when the ride starts you you go through and you're you're like coasting along next to the restaurant and if you're eating in the restaurant you can actually get a table that is right on the water, which is actually oh, that's nice. really relaxing. I've, I've never done known it. That. Definitely, uh, when you make your reservation for Blue Bayou, ask them for a table that's near the water, and also double check with them when you get there if you if there's an available table up near the water. It's so relaxing, and it's actually I have a little story about this. Yeah. Because we were sitting on the water right up against the railing and we see all the boats going by and we're eating our dinner. It's very relaxing. <laughs> and then there's a ki- like a 10-year-old kid on one of the boats that's going by. <laughs> and he looks over at us and he's like, hey, can you pass a roll? <laughs> oh my gosh. I kind of wanted to. <laughs> Should I just like Just to see it? what would happen. <laughs> but it was oh. really, really funny because no one was expecting it. Mm-hmm. And... It's really fun. Like, just go. Like, just do it for the experience. Um, The food at Blue Bayou is so good. Like, they have... You can get your beignets for dessert. You can get, like, a nice, like, chicken entree. You start off with a super salad, but your soup is gumbo, and it's delicious. Disneyland has the best gumbo. Just putting it out there. It can't be New Orleans without gumbo, so that makes sense. Yeah. It's delicious. So... Go get reservations for Blue Bayou. (laughs) Um, That's my story. But Pirates is different because in Walt Disney World, there is one drop that's not like a big drop, but Mm -hmm. it it is a drop. And then you go into like the the town, like the village with all of the pirates and everyone's like drinking and having a good time. There's women beating their husbands. It's great. (laughs) Um, And in Disneyland, after you go down the drop, you kind of coast around a little bit and then you get to this area and you're like, oh, there's another drop. So there's two. And what's interesting about it is the second drop, there's like nothing there. The first drop like you afterwards? pass. Yeah. So like huh. the first drop you go down is pretty much the same as Walt Disney World where there's like a, a wrecked, like a shipwreck and the lightning strikes and then that's when you drop. But going into the second drop, there's just like blank walls and they just used colored lights to make it look really pretty hmm. i guess as almost like as if you were going underwater it's like a magical like look to oh, it that's cool um got a little bit of shanghai yeah. disneyland and in it's there. it's a it's just like more calming like the second drop was i didn't feel like we were gonna drop like it was just like a very colorful pretty area that we were like floating through and then it's lit up more so that you can actually see there's a drop like That first drop, it's pretty pitch black. Like, you can't really see anything. Mm -hmm. But the second drop, there's so much light in the room that you can see there's a drop. 
it's not big it's yeah. probably just as big as the first one <laughs> um but it is really fun and i remember there being more time with the mermaids section of it oh yeah um than in walt disney world yeah disney world took their mermaid section out too yeah, they it's did. Not there anymore, it right? Was a, and it was barely a mermaid section. It was literally a skeleton of yeah. a mermaid on the beach, and mm-hmm. it was only there for a very short while. Yeah, and in the mermaid section in Disneyland, I believe comes after the second drop, and you hear the mermaid song playing, like the sailor song mm-hmm. playing, but it plays for the duration of that scene. Like I remember in walt disney world didn't play that long it was like maybe 10 seconds of it and then you hear something else but this was you'd hear like the whole song was playing Mm -hmm. in disneyland i thought it was really cool yeah i'd Um, like to hear the whole thing i'll have to look up a ride through of that yeah and another fun fact i remember about the one in disneyland is at the end there's i believe it's like a i think it's a bed Mm -hmm. if i'm correct where there's like a bed and there's a skeleton in it but there's a a skull that's like on the bed frame like on the headboard yeah and that is a real human skull a real one real Uh human skull it's kind of fun the music definitely set up the creepy (laughs) like the creepy tone of it because i I don't know why this is creepy but it is and you learn it's a real skull and you're like oh yep that's why yep but it's really fun so i recommend everyone goes on pirates also the queue is different. So how Walt Disney World, you're like in a building and you go like up it's so a, many ramps. It's a fort. <laughs> yeah, it's like a yeah, fort. It's like an old fort. And, and it's definitely more Caribbean themed, whereas the one in Disneyland is New Orleans themed. Yeah. And this one kind of starts outside. And then when you get inside, the area that the boats are on is actually raised. Oh. So you could tell like the track is built on top of something. So... I don't know. It's just different. It's kind of funny. But go on Pirates of the Caribbean in Mm -hmm. both parks. Smell the beautiful water that's filtered with bromine. (laughs) We love it. Yeah. I think another thing with uh, Pirates in Disney World is that that addition kind of added the separation in the land itself. Because it's definitely more uh, adventure-y 1930s themed. Mm -hmm. And then it's Pirates themed. But the original one was mainly Polynesian-based from Tiki Room. So you can still see, like, remnants of that because there's a lot of Polynesian aspects to that. But if you want a real Polynesian feel, (laughs) just go over to the Polynesian Resort. Yeah. And we have Tiki Room in both parks as well. Yeah. Uh, So that's kind of fun. And I don't really know what to say about Tiki Room. (laughs) It's a classic. Yeah. If you haven't done it, then what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Um, Go. (laughs) If you go, though, the song will be stuck in your head. It will, but it's great. It's a good song. It's a great song. And that was another original Walt Disney attraction. And this was another of Walt being like, I want real birds. And more people being like, you can't do that. (laughs) They're going to poop on everyone. (laughs) And so uh, I believe that was one of the biggest introductions of audio animatronics. He was like, okay, well, I still really want to do this. How do I get birds that sing without having real birds that sing? Ole, ole, it's showtime. <laughs> uh, I was disappointed as a kid when I watched it because I was like, oh, they're not real. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I loved it as a kid. Like, I thought it was so fun. Yeah. So, yeah, go do it if you have it. Also, right next to the Tiki Room... I'm just going to throw in a snack thing here before we go over to attractions in Disneyland. 
go get a Dole Whip, guys. Uh, <laughs> the best snack in Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Go get yourself a pineapple Dole Whip or a Dole Whip float. Just don't do pineapple on pineapple because it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dole Whip is like soft serve ice cream from Dole. Everyone so. loves it. It's it's the called lines the Dole can Whip. get insane. Oh, yeah. But if you're there and it's hot, you're in the summer heat, perfect snack. I've seen people at 9 a.m. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you get the soft serve, get the pineapple flavor. But if you decide to get the Dole Whip float, get the vanilla soft serve ice cream on top of the pineapple juice. Because I made the mistake and did everything pineapple, and it was a lot yeah to take so that's my recommendation can't do adventureland without the dole whip it's the best so yeah that's my little it's yeah. my little uh plug for yeah. <laughs> for dole whip well now we're gonna get to your favorite because the last ride that we have is in disneyland not in disney world and that is the indiana jones adventure <gasps> Yay! i love this ride so much i've never been on it <laughs> i really want to i know it's the same ride track as dinosaur but it's not the same <laughs> it's not the same indiana jones nothing can beat indiana jones i love this ride so much so to give you guys a little info about indiana jones very 1930s themed to go with that adventureland theme that we've been talking about and the queue is really fun because it's kind of like jungle cruise where they play 1930s and 40s music it's really fun the line can get ridiculously long for this attraction that's true so get a fast pass but you start outside and you work your way up to this temple and then once you get inside the temple you go in and there's some more like the queue goes literally forever so you just keep walking i hate when they do that but sometimes <laughs> it's fun yeah but they need to because that line gets so long it's like smugglers run yeah. you get into a room you're like wow this is amazing and they're like we're fooling you <laughs> there's so much more <laughs> but you pass like spikes that have uh skulls on them so mm-hmm. you're like oh there's been some some action in this cave oh yeah and there's a bunch of sound effects happening around you, so it makes you feel like there's things that are alive in there, <laughs> and maybe there's a mysterious person in there, and then you finally get into this big, like, round room, and there's a well in the middle of the room, and as you pass the well, there's a rope on the well that says, do not pull, but you're supposed to pull the rope, because, you know, if it yeah. says do not pull, you're going to pull it. Like, uh-huh. you can't stop me. <laughs> And so if you pull the rope, you hear there's like an archaeologist down there and he's like digging for something. Uh And all of a sudden, when you pull the rope, he falls from the rope. Oh, no. And he's like, ah. And like you hear you hear him fall. And then you hear his tools hit the ground and you're like, well, (laughs) (laughs) bye, man. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. And then once you get past that room, keep walking a little more. And then you get into a room where they show you a video of what the attraction is like. But depending on the amount of people that are in line, you can kind of just walk right through this and you miss it. So there is like a projector that projects this video on a wall. So it's very 1930s. It's like they've got like a film projector that's running Mm -hmm. a black and white picture. Really cool. And you hear Sala from the movies Mm -hmm. and he's explaining that indiana jones is on this adventure he's looking for this idol and he has disappeared and we don't know where he is he's in the temple somewhere 
and it's your job to go find him. So once you get past that, then you can actually start to board the attraction. And what's really cool about this is it's the same ride as Dinosaur, just <laughs> themed differently. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if we've gone over the actual vehicle that's used in both rides. And this is really cool because the Jeep that you actually board is called an EMV, also known as an Enhanced Motion Vehicle. And that means that the ride vehicle is on a track. It's on an Omnimover like Haunted Mansion, where it's a single track that moves the vehicle along. But the bottom of the EMV is stationary and is only moving along the ground mm -hmm. to move your vehicle around the ride. But the top portion of the vehicle is actually a simulator. Yeah. So it's used to simulate like you're going upstairs or you're going over rough terrain or you're maybe being jerked around like by a creature or something. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, the technology. Yeah. The technology is amazing. You are holding on for dear life. Yeah. This is a, it's a pretty crazy ride. You've got to make sure when you get to the seatbelt checkpoint that your seatbelt is in. Please don't not wear your seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. That would be just a dumb move. Because um, even holding on to those things, I'm still flying out. Oh, yeah. And my, my mom had kind of like a scare with this because mm -hmm. she was putting her backpack in the net that goes in front of you. Yeah. And the vehicle started to move. But we weren't at seatbelt checkpoint yet. And she started to freak out. She's like, oh, my God, I don't have my seatbelt on. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out we just had to move up to the seatbelt checkpoint because yeah. they were just trying to move vehicles faster because there were so many people. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have her seatbelt on and she thought the ride had started. <laughs> and she starts, like, flipping out. She's like, oh, I need my seatbelt. But it was really funny. Oh, my um, goodness. So now our joke is that always we always make sure our seatbelt is fastened before it actually needs to be yeah probably a good idea <laughs> yeah so like before we're even at checkpoint like that thing's strapped in <laughs> so the other thing i don't quite remember if dinosaur has a steering wheel on the vehicle it does not it does not okay no. so on indiana jones there is a steering wheel it doesn't move, but you can have fun. What's the and point? Yeah, but you could pretend like you're driving the vehicle. Oh, gotcha. I I think I did it once. I had the driver's seat, and I looked to the back of the vehicle to all of the other people who were with us, and I was like, sorry, guys, I don't have my driver's license yet. I <laughs> no. hope this is going to be a good adventure. <laughs> Just to see what everyone thought and, like, yeah. freak them out. <laughs> so it's called Indiana Jones Adventure, Temple of the Forbidden Eye. There's also an attraction at Tokyo Disney Sea called Indiana Jones Adventure Temple of the Crystal Skull. Ugh, I don't like the Crystal Skull. But it's not <laughs> the same ride. It's totally different. So it's I think the one out there's more like a roller coaster. It is. So it's almost like a cat and mouse one, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't remember. Yeah. We'll do some more research on it. <laughs> but Indiana Jones in California is like really really fun yeah we're looking at the tokyo one <laughs> um is it the same there is one it looks the same yeah it looks the same but there is a cat and mouse like one that i don't know if it's indiana jones theme but it's adventure themed in that way oh no this is the disneyland version but oh, there are some fun facts some secrets behind the imagineering of this ride that i would like to talk about do tell so we went over the EMV and how that works. And when the ride begins, it looks like there are three doors 
and each door is going to lead to like a different ride experience. However, you're actually only going through the same door every time you ride the ride. So it looks different because it actually is almost like on a turntable. So the doors oh. can move positions. Yeah. But you're still going the, the same, same place. Yeah. They just change the lighting and they change the actual door you go through. But it's complete. It's all the same. You never go through a different door. So that's kind of cool. And then we also have at the end of the attraction, the iconic boulder scene when the boulder is coming towards you. You can't have an Indiana Jones ride and not have the boulder scene. No, you got to have it. So what happens is your vehicle stops and you see above you an Indiana Jones animatronic that is hanging from a rope. He's like hanging on for dear life. And he's like, uh, I got a bad feeling about this. We got to get out of here. And he wants to drop into your vehicle and then you're supposed to take off. That's like the storytelling of it. But what happens is you see the boulder coming towards you and it's coming towards you and you feel like you're backing up. Like your vehicle Mm -hmm. is literally going backwards. However, Imagineering at its finest, the entire room is just coming towards you. So the entire room is moving forwards. Yeah. Which gives the illusion that you're moving backwards because what your EMV is doing at that time is kind of bouncing like from side to side and up and down to make it seem like you're moving backwards and you're going over stairs or something. But no, the entire room is moving towards you. And then what happens is you go forward towards the boulder and then you drop at the end. And it's (gasps) That's the dinosaur part. Yeah, that's the dinosaur part. With the T-Rex. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's That part used to never scare me. As a kid, it was always, like, the last part where your picture got taken. Carnosaurus, I believe, when he first Carn- comes after wait. you. Is it Carnotaurus? No. I, I Carnotaurus forgot. Carnotaurus or Carnosaurus? Oh, I'm not a dinosaur person. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Send what help. Tweet us. <laughs> what um, is a dinosaur called? I know the one we're saving is an iguanodon. But yeah, now every time I drop, I'm always a little afraid. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit that. Yeah. It. Mm, yeah. <laughs> dinosaurs. Dinosaurs weird because like you can't see anything half the time you're no, on it. You it's so dark. But the lighting on Indiana Jones is so pretty. Like. Ooh. it's just done so well it feels like you're in an indiana jones movie i want to do it so badly it's so fun go look up the ride through if you guys have not uh been on it or seen it it's really really fun top attraction best attraction favorite all right so leaving the topic of rides we are gonna go to different offers kind of shows they have which we kind of already went through with the enchanted tiki room but both of them have a treehouse of some sort. In Disney World, you have the Swiss Family Treehouse. And then in Disneyland, you have Tarzan's Treehouse. Just a very simple walkthrough. Kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, cute for kids to do. Mm-hmm. They have fun in there. There's a lot of interactive things. I like Tarzan's Treehouse better because it yeah. it actually ties it to the movie. Oh, I feel that's like, nice. I feel like the Swiss Family Treehouse... You walk in and it's just a treehouse. Like, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, I feel like there's more connection to Tarzan, especially with Disney. And people know the story of Tarzan a little better, especially kids. Whereas there's so there's been so many, like, reiterations of Swiss Family Robinson and their storyline and their treehouse that, I don't know, if they, I feel like they could have really done anything and everyone would have been like, yeah, that's it. But Tarzan's fun. They have little... Mm-hmm. Um, 
like there's there's a jane in there there's a a tarzan in there there's a few other characters in there and when you pass them there's like a little so they have actual characters in there yeah oh that's interesting not like face characters they're just like sculptures of the character oh but (laughs) weird i don't know how i feel about that but i think if you like wave your hand through those areas or there's like a button you press and they start telling you the story Mm-hmm. at like different parts oh, and then the gotcha. music will change it's kind of cute yeah see the one in disney world doesn't really have that there's no weird sculptures and there's not much interactive but they have little signs that tell the story but i don't think kids are really there to read yeah <laughs> other than that i mean there's pirates league in disney world which is just kind of a kid's thing and i think there's some interactions with jack sparrow but it's not as big as it used to be i think i heard a rumor that it's even being taken out yeah i wouldn't be surprised it is popular during like the peak season Mm -hmm. because when people see jack sparrow come out they're like oh my god how do i see jack sparrow yeah well give us your money (laughs) but other than like the off seasons when you go like in january and they do the show like no one's there and it's kind of sad (laughs) yeah Moving on from that, we have food in both of them. And both of them mainly have quick service restaurants. So the quick service in Disney World is Sunshine Tree Terrace, Aloha Isle, and Tortuga Tavern. There's one sit-down restaurant, and that is Skipper Canteen. Which I heard was really good. I have not been yet. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard a lot of good, but then there are some times where I've heard like, oh, just wasn't the best but the restaurant itself beautiful beautifully themed yeah like incredibly immersive you can ask for specific rooms in each of them if you just like look around walk and see everything there's just an immense amount of detail yeah it's also very expensive because it is a sit down down. it's a table service restaurant so if you do look at the menu entrees can be like twenty dollars and up it's pretty expensive yeah just be aware like if you go regularly i would say yeah sure check it out but if you're going just on a special occasion don't go too often i would find maybe a different sit down restaurant don't get me wrong it's still great but there are other options out there yeah i usually if i'm in adventureland and i need like a quick lunch or something i'll go to tortuga tavern tortuga tavern's like very nice because i feel like a lot of people don't go to it because right next to it is Pecos Bills. Yeah. And everyone is there. It's insane. That's another good one. There. I kind of feel like they're the same restaurant because they're they are. They share yeah, the they're same attached. space. It doesn't really matter which one you go to, I feel. Cause and they're also differently themed, but at the same time, they're very similar. To explain this, Tortuga Tavern's in Adventureland, Pecos Bill is in Frontierland. Frontierland. And this is, like, the crossover of where they meet. So they do have to mesh well, so it can't be, like, too abrupt, like, going from Frontierland to Tomorrowland. That just wouldn't work. It'd be way too weird. (laughs) So, yeah, they kind of mesh. And I will say Tortuga Tavern used to have this pretzel. I can't remember what it's called. It's something called, like, a Jack cheese pretzel. But it's good. (laughs) It's really, really good. And my mom, brother, and I always get it when we go. But they've been moving it around a lot. It's like they don't want you to have it. But everyone who's in line is always like, oh, yeah, we're getting the pretzel. Like, of course we're getting the pretzel. It's like a little secret that... I want to see if they still have that. No one knows. The only place I've 
found it last time with at like a cart in Frontierland. So they moved it out of Adventureland. What? Into Frontierland. I don't think it's even offered at Tortuga Tavern anymore. Yeah, it's not on the menu. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. It's Weird. a really good pretzel. It's amazing. There so, is a good pretzel yeah. though in Pandora, which we talked about. Yeah. So maybe they made up for it. I but feel like they because the Mickey just the normal Mickey pretzel is like, oh, it's a Mickey pretzel. I probably could have spent money on something else that was better. This is like if you want a good soft pretzel with a little more kick to it, get one of the two pretzels we've talked about. Yeah, definitely. The food in Disneyland, I've never been, but all the they're all quick service, and it's Bengal barbecue, Tiki juice bar, Tropical Imports, and then Tropical Hideaway. And also, if you go right across from Tarzan's Treehouse, like I said, you could consider it Adventureland because it's there, but it would also be considered New Orleans Square because it's just, it's weird. Like, the layout is kind of weird in Disneyland, but there's the Riverdale uh, Terrace. So that's another, another little quick service place to go to. However, I don't remember if I went to Bengal Barbecue, but I have heard... It is amazing. Yeah. They have these, um, these like skewers, and that's, they're so that's what they were good. advertising. Yeah, <laughs> they're so good. And Tiki Juice Bar is really like the place you'd go to get your Dole Whip. That's basically it. Yeah, um, most of the places in both Adventurelands are okay. I'm here. Can I get my Dole Whip? Yeah, and most of the time they'll be like, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I have left is the characters in. The only characters I could find were in Disney World because, as we talked about earlier, we have the magic carpets of Aladdin. So you can meet Jasmine and Aladdin in Disney World. And it's a pretty good meet and greet. I would just say it feels a little busy because the line isn't enclosed very well. And there's like crowds moving around you and you're right next to one of the quick service places. And then you're also right next to Magic Carpets of Aladdin. So that's like the best meet and greet area, I would say. Yeah, and then, it's cute, though. Yeah, And then Jack Sparrow pops out every now and then as a part of the Pirates League. Yeah. In Disneyland, there is an area called Aladdin's Oasis that Jasmine and Aladdin, occasionally Genie and Jafar, would come out to do meet and greets. I don't think they do it as much because when Moana was released... That was a huge hit, so now Moana meets in that area, Um, but they do occasionally come out. I think it just depends on the season, but also near Aladdin's Oasis. uh, I did want to mention some shows that used to exist in Disneyland. (laughs) The Aladdin and Jasmine storytelling show was really cute. They used to do it. Um, It was very funny, and the performers that were involved in it did a great job. Like It was it felt like the movie, like everything yeah. that they were doing with storytelling and having kids involved, really fun. And then for a short period of time, Indiana Jones took over. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched that. It was terrible. It's terrible. Indiana Jones shows up for like the last two minutes. Yeah. It's Don't like, put his name in the title if he's not going to be involved. It's a 15-minute show, basically. And for about 12 of the 15 minutes, it's just this one girl named Rachel, which is also really just, like, weird because the love interest in Blade Runner, another Harrison Ford movie, was named Rachel. (laughs) 
that I forgot. So when we watched the video, when he finally comes into the show, he's like, Rachel. And I was like, you're you're kidding. Why that name? Why did you choose that, buddy? Yeah. But it's really bad. Like, the acting was not the best. The things I did enjoy about the show is that the costumes were really cool. Um, Pretty good costumes, yeah. Especially yeah. when he uh, makes his grand entrance. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because the Aladdin show had the tiger, which was the Cave of Wonders, mm-hmm. for them to use as, like, an entrance of how to get the lamp. And then when they put Indiana Jones in, they didn't even cover up the tiger. They used it for his grand entrance where he comes out with this artifact and he's like covered in dust and like spider webs and stuff, <laughs> which made the costume really cool because it made it it made the performer look more like Indiana Jones and it made it feel like more active, mm-hmm. like the story was actually taking place in that moment. But like... I don't <laughs> I don't really know what to say like it it was it was pretty bad. I yeah. I think the Cave of Wonders would have worked if Aladdin like hadn't been a thing beforehand because if I just saw Indiana Jones coming out of a weirdly shaped cave I'd go okay. Yeah, I kind of get that, but I would immediately look at that and go, "No, that's the Cave of Wonders from Aladdin. What's <laughs> yeah. going on here?" It it looks ex- it it is the Cave of Wonders, yeah. so it's just weird. But Definitely go and look at both of the videos, the Aladdin show and the Indiana Jones show. They're cute. The Aladdin show is way better. I wish they still did it because I think it's like an extinct show now. But it was really fun. So go check that out. But is there anything else we wanted to talk about today? I think we covered most of it. Yeah. So take a trip to Adventureland next time you plan your Disney vacation Try those snacks. Really good. Uh, get yourself a Dole Whip. Go get yourself a skewer if you're at Bengal Barbecue in Disneyland. Go get yourself that pretzel from Tortuga Tavern or if it's in Frontierland because it likes to move apparently. Yeah, go find it. Hunt that pretzel down. <laughs> <laughs> and also let us know if you if you get a seat at Blue Bayou because that's a really fun place to be. Oh, yeah. uh, the theming is great. Be warned if you go to the bathroom, you can hear people screaming behind you because <laughs> the drop <laughs> the drop is directly behind the bathroom. It's like Moaning so, Myrtle and Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you just hear like a, a group of people start screaming as you're uh, as you're trying to do your business. That's great. <laughs> yep. So we want to hear your thoughts on Adventureland. Let us know if we should cover another land. Uh, we might be thinking of doing that. And reach out to us on the Twitter at The Enchanted Pod. We will see you next week. Have a magical day, everyone.